and we are back. What is up, everyone? This is Alex Safey. We're here with my brother, John, bringing you another episode of Double Take with the Safey Bros. John, what's going on, bro? Double Take's back. We, you know, we wanted to get a playoff episode out, and things have just been busy lately, you know? That's and, right. And uh, we finished up our semester. We moved out of Boston. We're back home in Miami. You know, we were hoping the Heat were going to get to a spot where they would get to the four seed. We could watch game one or two before we uh, leave for the summer, but unfortunately, we probably won't. We're leaving Thursday. Um, we won't probably won't be able to see game three don't in Miami versus Milwaukee. Don't even get me started but on that, John. before we get to the Miami Heat and how we're going to beat the Bucks again this year, we're going to get, let's talk a bit about the plan, Alex, or do you want to tease the rest of the episode? Well, first? yeah, so we're going to, of course, we're going to, we got to talk about that plan between, you know, LeBron and Steph, and of course, on the other side of the East, not as interesting matchups. Well, then we are going to give our picks for each series in the East and the West and who will be winning each conference. Of course, we're going to give our finals picks too. Then we will talk about some of the awards. And that'll wrap up the show. But as I said, let's get started with the with the plan, John. Just a pretty simple question. Was the NBA plan that LeBron said the man who invented it should be fired and other people have trashed <laughs> the plan idea, was the plan a success or a failure? Yeah, not only was it a success, and I, I think everyone agrees on it. There's nobody that disagrees about the plan not being a success, but... It was just, it was fun to see all the, the, the p- different people's ideas about it. Like, when Mark Cuban and Luca, you know, and the Dallas Mavericks were, were critical of it because they were the seventh seed. And, you know, we, I said this on, on the show on our last episode, I think. I was like, you know what, Luca, Don't complain. Get to this top six seed. If you can't be a top six seed, then you're going to have to get the plan. And then you need to beat the Memphis Grizzlies or the San Antonio Spurs, right? Like... Come on, you know, and then with LeBron too. LeBron, of course, didn't. He was sitting fat and happy at the top of the standings, and then they got injured. They got made it down <laughs> to the seventh seed, and that's when LeBron said, the person who came up with that yeah. needs to be fired. Like, so it was well, just super fun I mean, to watch that reaction from the players. It was just so clearly like, oh, you're the seventh seed, and now you realize, you know, your playoff, you know, you can be knocked out with with two games and a you know small sample size like that, you know. Um, the but then of course it was just super entertaining. Like we look at it, the seven and the eight seed are probably going to make it in each conference, so it didn't really change much. But it was still super entertaining and it brought value to the league. I think the funniest part about that was that the people pulled up a clip from LeBron a year ago. I think it would have been right before the bubble, maybe saying, "Yeah, I support the plan." So it's right. like it, it is very, you know hypocritical you could say yeah. now you're in the plan you don't want to play it yeah but when you think of it i think the reason it was like that this year well you can see two sides of it the lakers get screwed they were at the top of the west they get screwed injuries mm-hmm. covid whatever else now they're at the seventh seed now they're looking at you know basically losing one game and now you're out of the playoffs on the other hand well two games you're the seventh seed yeah you, know, you have to lose oh you're right you have to lose two games My God. Yeah. lose two games you're out of the playoffs you look at the other hand, the Wizards started this season and they had, I think they had a, a span of time where they missed like four or five games in a row, missed like multiple weeks, could not practice, started the season 17 and 32, completely ravaged by COVID. On April 6th, John, they were 15 games below 500. And according to like the ESPN BPI, whatever that thing is, I think at the beginning of April, they had like a 0.6% chance yeah. to make the playoffs or play in, or I think the playoffs. Super low. So it's like... They had very little chance. That's a team that usually they were pulls still, the plug. They still got to the AC though. Still, Brad, well, yes, but my point is this, John. That's a team that all right, Brad Beal, you're hurt. Put you on the bench. Westbrook, whatever you can do your thing. Doesn't really matter. And then we're gonna go for the lottery. Yeah. Instead, this is a team that was very motivated. We can make it, and they they did get to right. the eighth seed. Because, I think, but I think if they weren't even trying, for, oh, yeah. we're in the ten seed, whatever. All they, they had to do, even do it. So, all they had to do was get to the ten seed. Yeah. So you're definitely right, and it does. And now they're in the playoffs. Eliminate. And Ryan Rossillo on the Bill Simmons podcast, he kind of debunked the whole uh, remove tanking this year because he kind of discussed why each of the teams towards the bottom, you know, they really didn't have an option to tank, um, which he he did. He made a convincing argument. He went. Didn't have an option. He went team by team, like. You know, the, the Pelicans with Zion weren't going to, you know, throw it away. The Grizzlies, that, oh. you know, the, the Kings didn't, you know, they had stuff to play for. Like, basically, talk about the only teams that were really going to, mm-hmm. had a real reason to tank were, you I know, guess. OKC, Houston. But, you know, I, I think his point was right maybe for this year, but for years to come, yeah, the we'll plan see. will always be something where it's like, you know, I, I mean, people have been critical of the NBA. 16 teams, more than 50% of the league, make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Whereas in baseball and uh, in football, it's not like that. Um, but, I like we expanded it even more. Now it's twenty teams put like are in the playoffs of yeah. the sort. We're not calling the play in the yeah. playoff, I guess. But te- but I was thinking like, how far could you extend this out? 
Like, why doesn't the 14 play the 15 for the shot to play the 13? Whatever. No. <laughs> then the loser of the 13 yeah, was 12, and then you could just keep going yeah, up. I mean, but of course, I mean, it it adds the March Madness aspect to it. But now let's talk about the game itself, Alex. Well, yeah, LeBron it is fun. versus Steph. I mean. This was definitely the one head, like main headliner game. Is why it was like the last one. We watched all the other ones first, and this one was easy the best. The Grizzlies Spurs game was still yeah, that was did. fun. There was I a mean, big the Spurs twenty point went comeback. Down twenty in the first quarter. And yeah, made a comeback. Back. But LeBron versus Steph. I mean, it did not disappoint. It was just as advertised, yeah. right? And here's what I'll say. I think something that you know this has been talked about a lot. I think especially last year after that game one of the Lakers versus Portland where they lost. It's like, oh, LeBron used the first game as a kind of a feeling it out game. And something I've been tweeting about was like, I think they should not even care about the playing game. If you don't even want to do the playing game, tank the playing game. That way you can play the Jazz. Because I personally think they have a better shot against the Jazz than the Suns. I, I disagree they, with Yeah, that. maybe that's not true, whatever. But, um, but of course, everyone, you know, showed up, they played, and it was... You never see that in the NBA, a, 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 a single elimination game, which is why I was like, all right, LeBron can't really feel this one out. But guess what? The first half, him, Davis, <laughs> and Schroeder, and you can talk about being, They were you know, horrible. They were just They were four rusty. for 28 in yeah, the first half. Exactly. They usually, oh, they were rusty or whatever. Maybe they weren't taking it seriously. But they really did play extremely poorly. I'm like, this is kind of funny. You'd think like, oh, LeBron, elimination game. Like, he's going to come up. And guess what? The second half, or actually, not even, the fourth quarter is when Davis and LeBron really... Because you go back and look at their stat line, LeBron ended up being... 7 for 17. For his standards, that's not good. But that's not like as abysmal as it looked in the first half. Davis finished 10 for 24. Not terrible either. Schroeder actually did finish pretty poorly. Yeah. But overall, LeBron's with the triple-double. Right. Only one turnover in the game. Steph had like five or six, six. turnovers. Six. six turnovers. And LeBron, of course, this is the biggest you know thing is it's 100-100. They come down, broken play, tosses it into KCP. KCP has nothing. Right back out to LeBron. And here's the thing that I want to say about this shot that no, I haven't heard anyone talk about. When you shoot a shot, when you catch a ball, you step into it. When you see any great shooter, Duncan Robinson, Kyle Culver, Rayon, whoever, even Steph, you're stepping into the shot. If you're stepping back, usually you're dribbling it. This is where LeBron, he catches the ball and he steps his left foot back to be even with his right foot. So he caught the ball, took a step back, kind of. He, it wasn't like a full step back like oh, you yeah. see. And he, but he just kind of pivots his left foot back and then shoots it. That's hard to do. And and obviously the range. Is I think incredible. that's that's LeBron. I I've, I've seen him take that and in, in, not the shot as far. I mean he does in. Oh well, no, he does. I mean even I'm since, saying like, where he moves that ago. foot back and he and yeah, he launches. Yeah, and that, that's what I was most impressed by with that shot. Obviously the range. I think is ridiculous. just how far it is. Just... Yeah, ridiculous. And it, it was like I think this is something that uh, Nick Wright said because everyone's talking about oh was it a lucky shot? And I think like Stephen A said it was a lucky shot. And other people Skip were saying Bayless it's said not. It. Cl- I'm sure Skip, Skip said is it. like LeBron's. He's LeBron's not clutch. He's just good when he can't make a decision. He just has to heave it up. Well, there's two things I want say one the shot was right it went right down it wasn't Kawhi's you know bounce this is what Nick Wright was yeah. saying it didn't bounce a million times it didn't bank it in like we've seen you know Paul Pierce or whoever else in the in other time Derrick Rose I think this was it was pretty much nothing but net and then on the other hand I will say what Skip Bayless does maybe have a point is is it's much easier to be clutch when it's a tie game you miss mm-hmm. a shot, no one's going to remember, oh, LeBron missed a shot to, to yeah, go Yeah, they ahead. go to overtime, right? Unless, I guess, unless Steph comes down, because that was a minute left. Unless Steph comes down and hits a shot. True. But if you, it's all, it's, the game is even, you shoot a shot, you don't have that much to lose. Whereas, if you're down, then you have to hit a shot. That is obviously more close. Yeah. So, that is one thing that I will give Skip Bayless credit for, although that's, yeah. I hate doing that. And then my last thing is just, I think, Alex, we were both wrong. We kind of thought Lakers much better team than the Warriors. In reality, when they're all healthy together, they're a one or a two seed. The Warriors, you know, as currently constructed, are their, you know, 8, 9, 10 seed. This, it's going to be lopsided, we thought, which we were wrong for accounting for, you know, the switch that the Lakers had. We thought they'd just flip it and be back, but we should have understood the, the rust uh, yeah, that I mean, was coming they, with their injuries. They hadn't played together, and AD looked, oh, he looked so, he did, so really. bad. It was like night and day versus him <laughs> in the finals and, like, the Western Conference finals where he looked, yeah. wasn't missing, and then today. No, really and as someone as someone that bet on the Lakers, that was the hard part to watch, and, of course, they're down, I don't know, it was 10 or 12 or 13 at halftime. Um... And our friend Max, he you know he's wise sports better. He said, "Don't this is this is the the lock of the game. Wait till the Lakers go down, and then you hit them when the money line's hot." Which it got to plus two hundred and ten. It was, about, it was right? like two forty. I tried to get it two forty. I missed it. I got it at two ten. But it's funny because Max, I don't think Max ended up betting them. He's like, no. "Screw the Lakers. I'm not betting on them." Yeah. When so happened. if he listened to himself before the yeah. game, he would have been right. But I mean, for the people that if they had heard his advice before, you wait. Now the Lakers, because they, they were big favorites before the game, now midway through the game, they're 
you're down 13. Now you bet 10 bucks, you win 20 bucks yeah. basically. Instead so of, instead of betting, that was a smart bet. Yeah, you um, have to bet like 25 to win 10. All right, so obviously we got tonight. We got Warriors Grizzlies. Probably gonna be Warriors. I'm picking Warriors. I'm I think definitely picking Warriors. Yeah, I think that's a simple yeah. game. They already won the other day. Um, but Alex, let's move along. Let's talk about the East first. Let's go through. You know what are we think the best. Uh, you know, series are in the Eastern Conference, the closest matchups, what our picks are for each series, and then we'll end with uh, what our pick to get out of the Eastern Conferences are. So, yeah. Alex, off the bat, who's what's the number one series you're looking at in the East? You know, it's definitely not Nets-Celtics. Because obviously the other I'm pretty intrigued by. I think it's pretty no-brainer though, John. I think we have the same one for this one. It's It's got to be Bucks-Miami. All right, it's the heat wave. You, Let's get at, to it. We're looking at the rematch versus last year. A lot at stake. I mean, you know, for the Heat, actually, if we lose to the Bucks, we're going to be disappointed with this season. But at the end of the day, we're losing to the better player, the better seed, the better team. The Bucks, actually, there's much more pressure on the Bucks. Oh, no They doubt. lost to us last year. They yeah. also are going coming off of a, you know, they went up 2-0 and then went, lost four straight in the 2019 Conference Finals. And then last year, they don't even make it to the Conference Finals. This year, this is the first round. So that would be quite literally taking a step back each year. Oof. And not only that, John, but losing to the team that you just lost to. They asked Giannis the other day, the thing was yesterday, you know, <laughs> what's going to be different this year, between this year and last year? He's wearing a shirt that says, be better, be different. And what does he say, John? He says, uh, to be honest with you, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I can't tell you, like, I don't know if it's going to be different. I which which I, I defended, <laughs> you, when we talked about this yesterday, Alex, I defended him a little bit because... Like, yeah, he can say, we're going to get the job done. We're going to win. But, like, what his his description after was, you know, I don't try and get too high. I don't try and get too low. You know, stay in the middle. Maybe that's what happened last year in the bubble. You know, the whatever. So, he's making excuses, which that's, that was stupid. It's not even but, excuses. I mean, but I just think, he's saying, listen, like, we're going to go out there. We're going to give it our all. I don't really care about giving you guys a quote for, for the thing, which he ended up doing. I mean, <laughs> he gave them a quote for, their, for the article. Or quote, and I think he should have at least said, you know, to be honest with you, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be different, but I'm very confident in my team and our chances and our improvement from that. He should have said something yeah, like that. Yeah, okay, you know, that's, that's if you better. Want, if you want to do but at the same time, I mean, Dirk well. Dirk was on the Bill Simmons podcast the other day. And he talked about being a guy who kind of off the court was very, you know, laid back, relaxed, composed. I think Giannis is being similar. Like, on Jimmy. the court, they're fired up, but off the court, he's like... Hey, like, we're going to do it. And Jimmy's different. Jimmy's the opposite. Jimmy's the number one dude who's up in your face on the quotes. He's like, he's the guy who said, yeah, we're going to get in the playoffs. We won't be in the play-in. You know, we're going to win. We're going to do... Like, he's the one who said that, Mm. who says that that type of stuff. And... I mean, there's the picture of him yesterday of his arm just looking absolutely oh my God. yoked. Extremely <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, went viral. And so yeah, now people, all the Miami Heat Twitter is just going crazy, which is my favorite time of the year during the playoffs. This Jimmy and Bam was snubbed for the defensive player of the year. Wasn't even top three. Which again, like I know. That's Alex, in our favorite. You, that works in our favorite. You came to me right away. You're like, yo, did you see Bam? I'm like, good. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't honestly, I don't care about the individual award. Like bring it on. And, and. You know, it would have been nice to play the Hawks or the Knicks first round and to have home court and to probably beat one of those. Two. We're definitely more talented than those two teams. To beat them at, at full strength and then to go on to play the Sixers, who we just pumped the other night at, towards the end of the regular season. And they had something to play for. They were trying to lock up the one seed. We pumped them. It would have been nice to play those two in the first two rounds and then and then get the Bucks or the Nets yeah. in the conference finals. But this, honestly, I can't oh. be that disappointed. We were pretty bad all mm. year. To get like to get the Bucks again, like is extremely excited. And and I can't. I, I remember back in September being like we were playing the. We knew all that whole year long that we had that team's number. We knew it. We had the Giannis stopper and Bam and our you know our, the way we played our defense. They just crushed us the other day, like a, two, two weeks ago. Jimmy, but ago. Jimmy hasn't been playing though. Did Jimmy, you play that game? Jimmy didn't play in any of them. You didn't see that? There was I one didn't tweet. watch that game. It was saw on Heat Twitter. There was a tweet that said, you know, it was it showed, you know, um, Heat's record versus, like, all the, the top, top three, three teams, teams. Sixers, Nets, and the Bucks. And it was like, Jimmy didn't play. Jimmy didn't play. Jimmy didn't play. And we lost all of them. The one game Jimmy did play was against the Sixers the other yeah, night. And how great did he look that night? Yeah. Like, not a huge stat line. It was a classic Jimmy game. He controlled the game offensively mm. and defensively. But he didn't have a, a you know a huge stat yeah. line or anything, and he got others involved. You know everyone was was shooting lights out, and that's what the Heat needed to do against the Bucks. And that's what I'm saying. I'm ex- listen. If we lose, like you said, okay, they got Drew Holiday, they got the back-to-back MVP in Giannis, and he's he's gonna be an all-time great dude. Like you know in you know 
when his career finishes, and this will just be you know one of the will be one of the teams he lost to. That sucks. We beat him last year. This year though, if well, we beat him again, the funny we thing own them. Is like... And and one more thing, I ask. This is the that's the number one team I'm looking at. Like you could look at any team in in the entire playoffs. Maybe the Clippers, you yeah, know, have them beat those for this. Two. The no, those are the two teams that it's most devastating to lose in the first round. Because if we lose, you know, if, even if the Nets, the Nets, I mean, not, they're not gonna. We don't really count them. But even if the Nets somehow did, it'd be because of an injury or something. There'd be some better excuse. Yeah. Like you said, Alex. And it's their first year. Conference together. finals, they lost to the Raptors that one seed. Then they were the one seed last year, lost in the conference semis, and then this year to lose in the first round to, to the Heat again. The team Jimmy Butler, they would just have to, they would have to, you know, end their franchise if they <laughs> lost to us again. Yeah, it'd be devastating, especially for Giannis, who just signed that huge extension with them, which like you didn't have to do. You could have waited to free agency, test the waters, and then come to Miami. He didn't do that. He's like, nah, I'm locking. I mean, or, or in. Dallas or wherever else. He yeah. could have left, but he locked himself up. You know what? I guess the good thing is too is like where other years you've had. Teams not fully knowing, like, oh, I don't know if you're out the door, Giannis. Like, they know Giannis is here. Like, Giannis is here to stay. He's, like, he's not waiting for, oh, like, can I go to Miami? Can I go here? Can I go there? So maybe that that's better for their team chemistry. I yeah. don't know. But on the Heat side of things, there's one thing I did want to say, John. Right now in the standings, we are only one game behind both the Hawks and the Knicks. And this is why I'm upset. Because a month ago, on April 23rd, this is one of the games... You know, the Heat, we've had an on and off year. A lot of it, it's been health. I'll blame health for a lot of the reasons. And COVID. And COVID and whatever. But this is a game in which Bam played 36 minutes. Jane played 37 minutes. We played the Atlanta Hawks without Trey Young. And we lose by 15 points at, in Atlanta. If we win that game, guess what? Now, I think we have a, we're 2-1 and one versus the Hawks. And we're already 3-0 against the Knicks. And now we have a 3 have the four seed. We easily would have, I mean, that, we would have had the 4 seed. We lost... And then what? And then that. I think we play maybe the Knicks, which I'd much rather play a team that we're yeah, against. Yeah, the Knicks. And wait, then, the Knicks and the Hawks were tied their record. Well, right now, the Knicks have a four, so. I'm because they the because they, they won the tiebreaker between the Hawks and the Knicks. So it's a three-way. But, but what I'm saying is if we beat the Hawks, the Hawks wouldn't have been tied. Okay, we would have right. been above. That's true. So, so we would have played the Knicks. We would have the four seed. Which, guess what? You know, Knicks and then, you're right, Sixers in the second round, who was a team I feel much more confident against than, honestly, to be honest, the Nets or the Bucks. I actually would rather play the Sixers even the first. Yeah, the Bucks just have all the hunger. They got Drew Holiday, but you know they got PJ so, Tucker. And yeah, well, why don't we let's move on, John? What you know? There's the there's Sixers, Wizards. What, what are we thinking about? So that? I'll say Embiid, Russ. I'll say. I mean, we can skip. I, I think Sixers and Nets. Do you have that game going past five, either of those series going yeah. past five games? No. No. It should be five game series for the for the Sixers and the Nets. I would say four. It should no, be I'm sorry. Four. Yeah. Maybe maybe Tatum gets one. Yeah, I, I I would say that probably. I would say 4-0 for probably each. Maybe Russ and Beal can play well and get one off the Sixers. Knicks Hawks, what a hilarious first round series! It's like it's it's a classic. I think four. Wait, we five. actually didn't we didn't pick Bucks Heat though. Oh, okay, we well, Bucks <laughs> yeah, we Heat. I think I kind of I kind of alluded to this. I mean, yeah, we I teased at the beginning of the show. We're gonna say why the Heat are gonna win. The Heat can win, yeah. But right no, who, now, who, I'm going to pick, just pick. just looking at like the trajectory of basketball history, I think this is Giannis's, <laughs> this is his bad boy Pistons MJ moment. He ha- he couldn't get over the hump the past two years. Yeah. This is it. And and I don't think he's going to like shoot well. I think Bam's going to do his thing. We don't have Jay Crowder this year. That's different. Ariza's not him. And I think, you know, maybe having Oladipo would have made us a little bit better equipped, but we're... If about the same, if yeah. Hero and Duncan get it going, and Jimmy's Jimmy's gonna be Jimmy, Bam's gonna be Bam. I just think Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are gonna rise and be that number two guy. They're gonna can you know together. No, that's a two and a three. It's a legitimate two and yeah. A three, John. I think I they combine to be Giannis is the sidekick that we've said Giannis needs. So I think the Bucks are gonna get it done. Six or seven. If I had gun to my head, six. If I'm being a Heat fan, it's seven. You know. Yeah. I kind of agree with you, and given that the Bucks are my my pick to, to make it out of the East, I'm gonna have to go Bucks and six. Breaks my heart, but also I just need to say this for the record: I also haven't been picking the Heat because I don't want to jinx my team. Anyway, I do think that the biggest thing, the biggest difference here is Drew Holiday. <laughs> they didn't have Drew Holiday last year. I really think Eric Bledsoe to Drew Holiday is a huge upgrade because guess what? There were times where it was like it didn't even look like. Eric Bledsoe should have been a guy in your closing five lineup. <sighs> I forgot. That is him. not going to be the case with Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, there are going to be times where he's either A, going to be clearly the second best player on the Bucks, and some nights be like, all right, he's, a, he's the guy he control, tonight. Yeah. He's going to win the game for us. So I think Drew Holiday is you know, a massive upgrade, and that really is the difference. And it's going to come down to, I, I kind of agree with you, 
how well are they going to be able to shut off Duncan and what kind of Tyler Hero Tyler Hero are we getting in this series? Yeah. So those are going to be the X factors. Yeah. All right. So Knicks Hawks. I don't think there's much to say. Like again, there's much to say. I think it's a super funny series. This is the screw you Eli Maluhi series because <laughs> you know our friend Eli who's been on the show a bunch. He like hates both these teams, <laughs> so it's fun either way. He loses, yeah. so go Knicks and go Hawks. But do who do you have? I think it's gonna be you know six. Or, I think it's gonna be seven gamer probably. No, I disagree. Okay, who do you I think is that much better? Knicks and six, and I wouldn't be. The shocked. Hawks are just more talented. Sounds crazy. Though, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Knicks beat them in five. I know that's crazy to say. I just trust the fact that they're. I mean, they there. were three and zero in the regular season. Were they? Oh, they oh, so they never lost. The Knicks. Lost. The Knicks swept. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Season. But t- between their, their their brand of basketball, the way Tom Thibodeau's had them, you know, they're they're a very, you know, obviously defense oriented team, but they're like a nasty team. You know, they're a tough team. And the Hawks, on the other hand, you look at Trey Young. They're gonna hunt Trey Young, and not that they have. I mean, they have some good. Derrick Rose has been. He's right now six man of the year candidate. He's been. A, a, a spark, you know, spark plug, yeah, spark plug off the bench. Emmanuel quickly can get buckets. So you have some guards who can can score. And Trey Young is arguably the worst individual defender in basketball. I think that that's going to be huge. And they also can't really stop Julius Randle. Yeah, I'll probably pick the Knicks in seven, winning it in Madison Square Garden. That'll that'll be pretty electric yeah, that would be uh, for the for Knicks fans. All right, so Alex, moving on. Who's winning the East? Who do you got? You said you had the Bucks. I have the Bucks and. I, you know, the Nets are obviously the obvious. Yeah, one. hold on. We haven't even talked about the team with the Nets. Ke- Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden yet. That's that's everyone's main pick. The si- I know some people are zagging with Sixers or Bucks, but the reason I think it's going to be the Bucks, I kind of agree with you. I think it's Giannis's year. I think it's a, with a player that great, multiple MVPs, defensive player of the year. I think they figured it out. I don't love Coach Bud. However, I really think Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton, who. He hasn't had a good playoffs yet, really, or to his standard. He's kind of choked the last two years, I would say, in the playoffs, other than, like, the one game against us where he literally turned into Kobe Bryant. Um, but I think those two guys, they're going to – they're gonna, and Drew Holiday is good in the playoffs too. So I think that's going to be a huge difference for them. And I think that the, the reason I don't like the Nets is I don't like teams that have – I think they have good chemistry, but I'm questioning because guess what? You've played – those big three guys, you've only played – eight games together in total. And guess what? Defense wins championships, Sean. A lot of people say that they're going to win the finals. Here's why I don't think the Nets are going to win the finals. John, can you tell me, why don't you guess, the lowest defensive rating of an NBA championship? Okay. Not so rating. It's I'm not thinking, rating. The lowest, like, ranking. Yeah, yeah, Ranking of defense of the championship last 10 years. Over the uh, last 10 years, who is the lowest? So, it, was it the Kobe Shaq Lakers? I said 10 years, so just, I didn't Oh, go 10 back. years. I'm just looking back to, like, 2010. Oh, to 2010. The worst defensive rating. <sighs> like, 6? No, no. It's 11. Okay. I thought it was It's 11, more. which, you look at it, it actually, it, may, it might be good news for, for the Nets because it was the Warriors that had Durant. Okay. What, the 18 play. Warriors? The 18 Warriors. Yeah. But after that, but that, but guess guess how what ranking the Nets are? But even that, they're double that. They're twenty second. Yeah. So they're they're oh, not going. They would defense. be record, but that would be record breaking. Not for the past ten years, like yeah, ever. I probably. only did last ten. But so, you look at I'll just I'll just read off the other numbers: third, fifth, second, tenth, first, fourth, ninth, fourth, eighth, third. Those are the last ten years. The ranking of the the team that has won the championship. So does that mean that the Nets can't make it to the finals? No, that, they they actually still can make it to the finals, but I mean also banking off either they're not their 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 health not you know sustaining itself or yeah I do think that uh, in in a game in a series against Milwaukee that they'll they'll get knocked out. Yeah, so I'm I'm with you. I mean Milwaukee. I, I'll talk about why I can't pick them and, and well no I'll just say it right now. The reason is I just can't see a world in which that team is able to get past three straight rounds of my the Miami Heat who again we just talked about we're gonna yeah we don't think that we're gonna win but we're gonna give them a nice good punch yeah. in the mouth it's gonna before, be hard to beat us before they go to face Kyrie uh, Kevin Durant and um and James Harden which listen that won't be a physically taxing series but it's gonna be a long one yeah. I think Sure. So if they somehow get past that one because Giannis puts up 40 a night because they have zero answer for him because they're putting like Nick Claxton on him, <laughs> then they're going to face uh, the Sixers who are going to be rested up after sweeping through or gentlemen sweeping through 
that's what I think, probably five games, two five-game series against the Wizards and against the Knicks. Embiid should not be, you know, he shouldn't be busted up. Simmons should get some confidence under his belt, and they should be going into that season. They got, of course, Tobias Harris, Seth Curry, great role guys, and Doc Rivers, who should be hungry after blowing a million 3-1 leads in his career. <laughs> they should be coming ready for that Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. So I'm happy to say, spoiler alert for the West, I'm picking the Lakers. I think you probably are too, Alex. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sticking with that. my. Well, I don't know why you said. I'm that. saying that because okay. I'm sticking with my preseason pick: okay. Lakers over Sixers <laughs> in the finals. So I got the Sixers going all the way. Um, again, I just think I'm trying to be safe, and I know, know a lot of people think being safe is like, dude, be safe. All right, don't bet against Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden, like three MVP level guys, like one of the best, the best offensive rating ever. To me. I think the Sixers are safer. I mean, that might be shockingly, but, but I mean, the defense is... Just look at, like, the Their season. Their path is much easier, I the, think. the path is much easier, but look at the season that the Nets had. I mean, like, I think that they might look a little... They could look sloppy in this first round being back together. Maybe they drop one. Maybe they even drop two to Jason Tatum. If Tatum just feels like he's getting dropping 60, yeah. you know, because they're not going to play de- that great defense. Like, there'd probably be better perimeter defen- uh, defense on him than there will be against... Giannis in the paint and Joel Embiid and yeah, Ben Simmons in the agree. paint. So the Nets to me, I'm very shocked. They're the like Vegas has them as the number one because I'm not. Th- so they really think so. As John, oh, wait, wait, so wait, you said it's just three guys. Yeah. Okay, but but that's that, to me that's an argument that's like, you know, it's not. It's just like pointing to the the, the easy argument like oh yeah, they have better yeah. players yeah. Yeah, like A equals it B. Is, like that's what no, it is sometimes. no, because you know what? How are they gonna? How are the? Okay, so you, Alex. Realistically though, they they're probably gonna have to go through the Bucks, the or if not the Heat, the Bucks, the Sixers, and then the Lakers. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Giannis, and then Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. That's like five dudes who dominate in the paint, and they have zero ways of stopping them. So is it really just like no? They're just gonna outscore the yeah, hell out dude. of everybody. So here's the thing: they're that would be that would be one of the coolest betting, championships ever if it they're, happened. They're <laughs> betting, most different, but I don't know. They're betting that they can be the worst defensive team ever to win the championship. And guess yeah. what? If you're I don't do want to bet on that. Because guess what? They have they have there. We have never seen a collection of offensive talent like this with Kyrie, Harden, and KD. Not and we we compare it to the Warriors. Defense of the Warriors. Clay Thompson isn't isn't just getting a bucket. Yeah, he's not. He he's a guy who, in that system, obviously he's still yeah, very lethal. Yeah, I would he's push a, back. Wait, he's one of the best shooters ever. I would argue he's easily top five. Anyway, Harden. That's now he's the. Or I guess if Harden's taking the staff role, Kyrie's the third guy. Guess what? Kyrie can break down any defense and though. get any shot that he wants. So. Okay, but that team, like we talk about, how great they were offensively. They weren't just offense in a vacuum, though. They ha- they were good defensively as well. I know in yeah, 18, no, they, they were, weren't as much. Very, they went- very, and, but they, guess what? They had Draymond Green. There's not they had Draymond- one guy close to Draymond Green. Th- any th- that, that's my point yeah. on the Nets. I'm yeah. saying the Nets don't have that. And I'm saying Clay. yeah, he was a bucket. He played deep. Or I'm saying, he, I would push back, he was a bucket. The difference with this team is Harden and Kyrie are both facilitators. Mm-hmm. And, and, and KD, they can all be facilitators. Whereas Clay is not as much the you know create, creation type of guy. I don't know. I'm picking against them. Yeah, uh, maybe I we can too. end it there. I got Sixers. Listen, if Let's, if they stay healthy and if they just shoot the lights out, they will be you know yeah. the most different champion that we've ever seen. I think. I yeah, yeah okay. Anyway, yeah, all right. So moving on right, to the John, West. Let's get to the West. Best series, Alex. You I think there's also. Well, a, why don't you pick? I just all right, I'll pick, pick the it. Bucks. I think this one is pretty me. simple here. It's Lakers versus Suns, and. You know, again, like I said, I'm picking the Lakers. It's tough because if the Lakers look how they did, if they if they don't get the rust out, like that's how they looked in the first half of the Warriors game. If they don't get that rust out, then I think that you know the the Suns are a much better team than the Warriors. Yes, they don't they don't have a guy like Steph Curry, but defensively they're top ten defensively. The Warriors are also top ten defensively, but Suns top ten defense with Chris Paul. Just I, I think. In, I think you look at the two teams, it's the Lakers, it's the, uh, the Nets that everyone's picking. To me, the next team up would be Chris Paul having a, like a 2011 Dirk type of year. You know, they were kind of counted out. You know, they had, a, they had an older, I mean, Dirk wasn't as old as Chris Paul, but, you know, older star, just veteran dudes. He had been there. He's lost a bunch of times. And for whatever reason, this year it just clicked and it worked. 
And I think that's the only way they get past the Lakers. But it is an intriguing series because it's Chris Paul, because it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the other side. And if they're more rusty, then we're going to see the two-seeded Suns do something. But, it, you know, we could also see the Lakers just steamroll them. I'm going to pick that series in six. But to me, that's the, the most intriguing series. Yeah, I think I'd probably agree with that. It's I'm most looking forward to that series in the West. But I'm just looking at all the other ones. And we're really going to see this year more than ever. How much does the regular season matter? Because you look at it, if you look at a team, John, if, if, if in the beginning of the year I told you these are the matchups, you would not pick 2-7. If, if I showed you the Lakers roster and the Suns roster, you'd say that'll probably be like, no. it could be a 1-8, it, was, it could be a 2-7 the, the other Lakers way, aren't a it seven could be a 3-6. That's the thing, they're a 7 seed, but they're really a 2-seed. And, that, and that's my point. It's 2 so versus 2. This is a Western see, Conference Finals matchup. But really. at the same time, the Suns... And the team like the Jazz, I could show you. I could have shown you Jazz Warriors or Jazz, and, and another team. Just showing you Jazz roster, you wouldn't pick the Jazz. You would not get. Oh, pass. absolutely the one not. Seed. No. So I think it's gonna come down to like now. All right, well, how much does that regular season matter in the context of the playoffs and like actually just looking at these teams on paper? Because the Jazz Warriors, I think the Jazz will handle the Warriors in probably five games. But, like, the Suns, Suns, Lakers, the Suns are the two seed. That should matter for something. But when I'm looking at the rosters, I want to be like, yeah, it's probably going to be a five-gamer, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think LeBron and AD, they steal one of the first two. And then, you know, they have home court yeah. back. And they I don't think they lose in LA. So, maybe that's I, just how the series goes. I think it'll be the same as last yeah. year uh, versus Portland. Yeah. Where they lose game one and they win four straight. Okay. Or it, it didn't happen against Houston as well. That happened well. against yeah. Houston so as well. That's what I think is going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm also excited as of, like the next best series. Just Luka. Just Luka in general. Pretty much any series he would be in. If he was playing versus the Jazz or if him versus the Blazers would have been awesome. Or even the Nuggets. I think him versus the Clippers again it's, it's probably his worst of those teams. It's the worst team that the, the Mavericks can be matched up with yeah. because they have Kawhi and Paul George and now Rondo's running the offense and whatever. And they, they're going to look good and hopefully they'll be much more hungry after how embarrassing they ended well, last George year. Well, Paul George did say I'm in a much better headspace than last yeah. year. So they're already starting to say stuff like so that. So I do think that's probably a five-gamer, unfortunately. But no. Luka's just... he Maybe he'll win that sixth game like he did I'll last year. Yeah, I think he will. And made it a six-game series. I think he will. And... and if you could tell me right now, I can guarantee one team to win it the first series. Other than Miami, I'm picking the Mavericks just because I would love, and obviously we both love Luka. I would love, especially after last year, oh, losing yeah. in six games and having that game winner. And not then, having Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps gets hurt. And then losing to the, to, the, to the Clippers. I would really love for the Mavericks to come in this year, upset the Clippers, and, you know, make the make Kawhi even question why he's there. Yeah. He, honestly, he's a free agent this year, so who knows? No, and, and you know what? My um my <laughs> conference Western Conference Finals pick was Lakers over Mavericks. So I was betting on, you know, Luka wow. being better in the regular. I mean, yeah. just they, having, you know, their role players. Well, together whoever wins that, I'll, yeah. I'll, here's what I'll say. Whoever wins the Clippers-Mavericks series is going to the Conference Finals. Yeah. All right, Nuggets-Blazers. I got Nuggets. I, I think Jokic is too much. I'm picking the Blazers. I'm picking wow, the Blazers. Wow, okay. Yo, I just think Jokic is too much. You what? D- Dame, like, to me, I hate to like, because Dame is amazing. He's an incredible player. But Jokic, I think Jokic is probably a better all-time if we're just doing the all-time rankings. Do you disagree with that? That's It's tough to say that because so, Jokic is, is, is let's newer. Let's not talk about all-time because all-time is a gift to consider okay, so accolades. Yeah. So right now, no. Right Dame now. is actually higher than him. But here's what I'll say. Who would I rather start my team with? Yes. I'd yeah, start, that's my point. start my team. He who could do more, more with less? Jokic. Jokic. Although, I think given the point guard position and what it's becoming for like an out to very, you know, scoring. Dame gets buckets. doesn't say. It's a scoring. It's one dimensional. It's exactly. It's a scoring oriented <laughs> position. I don't think that a lot of guys like Dame can get a lot out of like, like you know, teams that aren't that good. I think that, that Dame is one guy who can do that more than other guys. And I do think not having Jamal Murray is going to hurt. Because guess what? In the playoffs, gets to the end of the game. And Jokic, I think, is a very clutch player. And he defies, like, this idea of, like, you need a perimeter guy that can, like, yeah. get a bucket in the end of the game. He well, defies they that. Have, they but did last, have Murray. Last year, Murray was so great at that. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a big drop off this year for them. And I do I do I guess I'm betting on, you know, Dame time. I'm betting that, like, Dame is going to, like, elevate. Yeah. And guess what? CJ McCollum... He might be the most underrated. I, I think I said this about Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton, him, he, these guys might be like the most underrated players in the NBA. They are just, they're not going to play defense. And to me, like scoring plateaus, like like Dame and, and CJ can only get so so many buckets. To me, a team with, with Yoke, led by Jokic, like I don't care who the rest of the dudes are, like if, as long as they're solid, they're decent NBA guys. 
that team on any given night and against any of these playoff teams could win like they could win any game is kind of what i'm saying like the dame if they were going up against a lot of teams i think they could get they could get swept and i just think yeah we could see i could see that average like damon and cg got to combine for like 70 yeah i'd say average like say dame's like 34 and cj's like 27 or something okay and then lastly before we do our west picks jazz i uh warriors i or or the grizzlies i'm gonna just we're gonna i'm gonna talk against the warriors Warriors. (laughs) Warriors. um i just think it would be incredibly fun everyone's gonna root for for that series to go as long as it can for steph to have 51 you know in in game two and to even the series one one and then hopefully it's two two and it'd be a really fun series but I just think the Jazz, and, and now we can talk about the Jazz a little bit, why I think, Alex, that would be actually a worse matchup for the Lakers than, than the Suns okay. are. To me, they just have more dudes that have the potential to just get hot. Like, just get hot, and then now their equation beats you. They have that, all the three-point shooting, mixed with Rudy Gobert in the paint. Which yes, we saw them in the in the you know in the regular season and you know Ben Simmons and there was and LeBron and Davis like you know these dudes can they can, they're smart enough offensively to pull them out and to get get buckets like Ben Simmons had forty two that night and he said oh he's the defensive player of the year well I put forty two on him which we're gonna talk about for yeah. our defensive player of the year conversation <laughs> but um, I just think Jazz to me they're too much of a of course we've talked about them comparing them to the 2014 Spurs. I'm not saying they're that because they don't have Popovich and Tim Duncan and Tony Parker and Manjinobi, but they're like like as a the way the team is oriented, you know, the three-point shooting, the the very tough the solid defense led by Rudy Gobert, I think that's a much tougher out and I think the Warriors really don't stand a chance. I think it's going to be a five-game series. Steph's going to get one, it'll be electric. Maybe he can get he can score 50 twice and and get two from them. I just think their team top to bottom is just much too talented. Wait, how much? So, Far too talented. I agree with you, but I actually am going to give Steph two games because of how hot he is. I know that, the, that Utah plays great D, but here's something that I, I want to talk about, John. How have we looked and, at Steph in the playoffs, though, Al? I don't know. Dude, they got nothing to lose, though. They're not, it's not like there's pressure. I mean, I'm not saying pressure. I'm just eight. saying, game to game, night to night, you know, playing versus You're Steph, right. he's going to look... I think there's a couple nights he's going to look cold. And I thought team. that maybe against the Lakers, too. There were stats about him... You know, the Lakers was his lowest average of the season. Like, he never yeah. scored. And he put up, what, 36? Yeah, 37. 37. 37. <laughs> so, I think that he's going to cook. I think that their defense is that... I guess Utah is going to really be able to just... If they're really moving the ball and they're really doing what they did best. But you know what I think about the playoffs, John? I think that sometimes it brings out different kinds of players and their, their ego show. And guess what? Donovan Mitchell is a guy who you probably mm. feel slept on, and he's someone yeah. who, when he, there's some stat, which I, I wish I knew off the top of my head, in games where he shoots over, like, 28 shots a game, or in that game or something, they, like, they like all I don't think it's 28, it's, like, over 20. Maybe it's, it might be 20, but maybe, I don't know, it can't be 20, that's pretty low. Anyway, so, he's gonna, we're gonna see what he, remember what he did last year? He carried them, he scored 57 in the game one, he did all this, he was incredible, and... He's going to try to be the hero. If he tries to be the hero, it's going to hurt the Jazz. And, and I don't it, think when you will. compare that to a team that has Draymond and Wiggins, who are somehow playing very, very good defense, <laughs> and then Curry, who Curry actually can be the hero and can just carry his, his well, team. Listen, I think that LeBron, that, LeBron's not on the Jazz, so Wiggins is going to be. He's going to no, look like. Guess what? Wiggins he's going to look like Timberwolves. Against, <laughs> against uh, Bogdanovich. No, I'm Mitchell. saying Wiggins is only motivated against LeBron. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I think that's a five or six game series, but I would say I would say uh, Jazz and. and okay, six. so the next series, I just I want to do this quickly. Jazz Clippers, Are you 100 picking, I'm the, picking Clippers? the Clippers. I'd probably that's pick a, that's like I, a six game series. So yeah, I'd pick Clippers too. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Jazz won that game mm, or yeah. won that series. Mm, actually, I would. I think no, they're I they're being like. Super o- o- uh, underrated. Yeah, they're slept and, on. And I think they're going to have that nobody believes in us, you know, team vibe. And it comes down to Mitchell. If Mitchell's able to, like, be extremely efficient and just and play within the system and get buckets, well, or is I Mitchell going to be like, no, is. I want to be the hero, I'm going to take us to there. Me, to me, it's Bogdanovich, Ingles, Clarkson, Conley, and Mitchell, all those dudes collectively getting buckets in their system, led by Rudy Gobert on the defensive side, and then Royce O'Neal doing as best as he can against guys like you know Kawhi and LeBron. And I think I, I wouldn't be shocked if they were in the conference finals because I think they're being now wildly like underrated. But again, but, they are a one seed that is a bit of a all right. Well, you don't okay, have last, LeBron. Or, yeah. You know. Last point I want to make: we I, we said this before. I said this before about 
We're going to see how much the regular season matters. Both the Jazz and the Suns, I think, are teams that benefited off of teams like the Clippers and the Lakers not having that great of regular seasons. And also, those teams are built for the regular season. I think in the, we get into the playoffs, we're going to see. Will teams be able to play Rudy Gobert off the court? And I know some like really smart basketball people say, like, no, that's stupid. Like, he's able to, yeah, he, he, can, he can play one-on-one defense too. Like, he's able to drop back. He does all these things that, like, make him able to stay on the court. But we'll see offensively, like, how much he can bring with them and, and not spacing the floor. I know the rest of their guys are spacing. But I just think between Rudy Gobert, like, like we'll see, like, how, how much, how effective can a guy like that really be deep in the playoffs? And just how good overall this, these Jazz and these Suns team. Now they're one and two seeds, but it's not the regular season anymore. I don't know. I'm tempted to pick them over the Clippers. I really am. I'm just going to – I hope for Kawhi and Paul George's sake that, that they do not lose in the second round to the Jazz I won't make and the Clippers. Clippers. In the, in the that would be so imba- – yeah, and I want that as well. All right, so, Alex, I talked about it before. Let's get to, to our, our West picks. I said again, I'm sticking with LeBron. And for it's kind of for the reason – you know, you look top to, top to bottom and, like – there's no maybe if Kawhi and, and and was leading the a number one seeded team, it like I'd be on board. But because it's a Chris Paul led number two seeded team, it's a Donovan Mitchell led. It's like <laughs> I'm looking at the stars and it's like, mm, do I believe in these stars? So you could make the case for the Clippers, but they're a four seed. You know, they're when when Kawhi and Paul George play, their record is like much better. They were like thirty and ten or something like that when um, they play together. Um, however, I just. I have to stick with the Lakers, even though they're a seven seed, even though they have no home court advantage. Like, people are underrating that, and I know that there's not as many fans in the stands. There's still fans. If you watched the game yeah. last night, there looked like there was a decent amount of fans in D.C. Like, it, yeah. it, they they were loud enough. Shouldn't fans, even though it's a small number, shouldn't that matter more now? We've got a year with no fans, and now there are fans. Don't, or don't we think that actually does? Okay, so you're just building up the legacy that's points for LeBron if oh, he pulls I mean, it off. I'm not I even, that's not why I do that. I actually think that everyone's like, oh, home court doesn't matter. And I'm like, mm, yeah. I does so i don't know sitting so, in your own bed too like that's yeah. a factor <laughs> no so to finish off though just my point like i'm just gonna stick with lebron and ad they looked rusty against the warriors they worried me i was like okay are we just gonna say they're a lock against the suns because they this is look how bad they look in this first yeah. half i hope that they're gonna figure it out that they're gonna like it looked like anthony davis just was not shoot around that's how bad and off his shots were <laughs> he looked horrible uh and schroeder as well um who's not as much of a shooter he's an offensive guy but whatever um so i think I think looking at what LeBron's about to do, looking at this path, it's fun. It's really, like, if you if he takes on scoring title Steph Curry, like, top three MVP, he beat him in the play-in. Now they go to the CP3 and the two-seeded Suns that were great all season. Everyone's picking the Lakers, of course, but that's still a pretty, like, people are, I think. That shouldn't be, that's a hard That series. shouldn't be a given, yeah. and people are underrating that, and I think it's at least a six-game series. Then he goes to play MVP Jokic, which, of course, no Jamal Murray. It's not like last year's the Nuggets. But I think still, beating the MVP, that'll be a nice little notch on the belt. Yeah. And then you go for the LA battle, the LA battle versus Kawhi and Paul George. And they've been saying they want the Lakers all this time and they get them in the conference finals. Maybe now we see that and and he LeBron does that in the West. I think that's a pretty impressive feat. That's probably one of the better, because think about it. He's used to sweeping 4-0, the Pistons in the first round and or the Pacers. And yeah. He's used to sweeping the Bucks from 2013. He's used the to Raptors, sweeping the first the round. Raptors. And the Raptors. <laughs> he's used to sweeping first round. So this might be the, you know, and he's ever played a play-in game before too. So this might be like the toughest conference battle. And now we're going up against one of the toughest opponents he's also had offensively, if, if he gets KD, Kyrie, which of course I picked against. I think it's going to be the Sixers, who I think will be a better team, you know, in the finals against the Lakers because Ben Simmons can put, you can put him on LeBron and just Joel Embiid in the paint as a better defensive team against the Lakers. But I still think if he goes up against Harden, KD, and Kyrie, I don't know. That's a pretty yeah. insane championship to give him his fifth championship. Well, and now he's he's chasing Jordan. So he only needs one more to catch six. That's a good transition, John, to, to our finals. Pick. I'll say, yes, I am going to pick the Lakers, keeping it short and sweet. I think that the, it's the who's going to win the West, it's going to come down to four players. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Ka- Kawhi, and Paul George. That's really what I think. Based on how those guys play mm. in the playoffs, do they elevate? Do we see 2019 Kawhi when he carry the Raptors to the title? Do we see, you know, a, a 2020 Le- Anthony Davis? Do we see a 2018 LeBron? Like, which, which version of these guys? And yeah. Paul George, too. 
There's been two Paul George this season. He started off and he was shooting, you know, it was he was blistering hot. hot. He was hot and then he got kind of cold for a while. Everyone was questioning everything about the Clippers and then he got hot again. So I think it's like which version of those guys are we seeing and those teams, you know? No. So it comes out That's of that. That's a fine way of saying it too because I think what you're saying acknowledging there is like those two teams have the highest ceiling in the West. If yes. the if those four guys underperform, if Davis underperform, I mean we probably assume LeBron's there. Hopefully he stay, he doesn't get injured. Yeah, exactly. If all those guys are not injured and they are like playing at their best, we know they're there. If they play less than their best, then maybe Luca has a shot in the first round. Maybe the Suns could you know take off the Lakers if if LeBron and AD aren't healthy. And maybe the Jazz had to have a shot at going to the yeah. finals. Which there's so many funny finals iterations like. Bucks, Jazz, or Bucks, Suns. I threw, I threw five dollars on Bucks, Suns, or Suns. It's like five dollars to win. Suns, like Sixers. Like how funny would Suns, yeah, Sixers be? Like be wild. so, yeah. But so transitioning, John, to our finals picks. I think you kind of just laid out the case for LeBron and something that uh, I saw the other day on Get Up ESPN show. Barkley said, if LeBron wins this title, we're gonna have to have a serious conversation like about the greatest of all time. Stephen A, you know, completely dismissing it, which is funny because I feel like he actually probably said something similar, like, oh, if LeBron wins this one, like, he said it I'm before. Have, he, he said, said I might have to bow now, down to the goat. Yeah, he says, <laughs> or just no, to the, the king. king. He's I'm gonna have to bow to the king. I'm gonna have to but, bow to the king. <laughs> but now <laughs> he says the opposite, and here's kind of what he did. He just dismissed the path that you just laid out. He said the Suns are, you know, they're good, but they're a young team. The the Nuggets are missing Jamal Murray. The Blazers are a very guard-oriented team, not that great defensively. The Clippers, their load management, and they, you know, choked last year. They have never been to the Western Conference Finals in their franchise history. The Warriors obviously don't have clay. The Jazz got bounced in the first round last year, choked that 3-1 lead. Yeah, they're also young. And the Nets, he yeah. said, don't play defense. And their big threes only played eight games together. <laughs> and so here's what I think, Sean. All right, LeBron, you have yeah. to win it. Yeah. And if you don't, yeah. I can't believe you lost to one of those garbage teams. <laughs> That's basically what's But here's what I think, Sean. I think... In, in a normal year, this is what we have. Every team, you can see how they would lose. You can see the their point. flaw. Yeah. In past years, last year, for example, the Lakers, like, you know what? I can't really see the Lakers losing. You can see the same thing about the Lakers, though. If you were sending that out to a different team, oh, the Lakers, they yeah, haven't they played have together. Exactly. Yeah, they so think, they're they're a seven seed. They don't have home court. Like, but that's why it's fun this year. That's why this, this year, more than ever, I oh, feel yeah. like the first round matchups, I, I can see, like, there's the I West. Can see either team. The, the West, West, particularly. But even the East, like, yeah. Bucks. But okay, Bucks. Uh, Bucks Heat. Except, that's other it. than other than Nets and Sixers, so Bucks yeah. Heat and even in Hawks and, and But the and Hawks and Knicks, like none of those teams are on the level of these Western teams. I agree, I, I agree. But like, I'm just saying, so a lot of these ceiling a lot wise. of these a lot of these uh series are to me like kind of coin flips. I don't really have an answer. But I think Sean, this is something you said in one of our group texts. If LeBron wins this title, that means in the last year he will have beaten Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook and James Harden, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, yeah. Jimmy and Bam. He would also have beaten Chris Paul. Curry, Steph Curry. Ste- oh, plan. Steph Curry, if we want to count that. Chris Paul. Jokic again. Jokic again. Then Harden. Or, or Dame again, whichever yeah. one. Then, ha- then, uh, then no, the what's Kawhi and Paul, Kawhi George. Paul George. James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. That's In two who, seasons. who we're missing. In two seasons, who would have missed everybody. Giannis? You know, he wouldn't have beaten Giannis. Giannis and but Embiid. But if Giannis didn't get there. And Embiid, the Sixers. And you know what? And everyone says, But he oh. could. If those guys get there, he'll, he'll play. And, and this will really be, like, indicative. Because it's like, every year is an excuse. Last year, oh, it was, they were in the bubble. It was a Disney. It was the Mickey Mouse championship. This year, oh, and it's like, he's in the West. You know, he is in the West. The West is tough. And something Chris Paul said, they, they talked about him playing, having to play LeBron in the first round. He said, I've been in the West my whole career. Like, LeBron hasn't been in the West his whole career. Uh, wait, CP3 said that? I've been in the West my whole career. Like, Don't try to say, like, oh, this team is going to be extra hard to beat as a 7C, this, that. And he was basically, because that's what they were saying. Oh, saying oh you're going to have to play LeBron team, in the yeah. first round. He said, listen, I've been in the West my whole career. The West yeah. has never been easy. And LeBron hasn't been in the West his whole career. So now, going but last year... But also do it at age 36. And, yeah. and, you know, the I think the argument, you know, that all the geezers are going to say, like, oh, well, he has Anthony Davis. No other yeah. teams have it. Yes, that's true. But let's see who leads the team. Is, yeah, we'll is, is Davis the Pippen, or is he going to be the finals MVP this year? Yeah, we'll because see. he's a good enough player to have a good series in the finals, and maybe he gets that. But I think it's LeBron. Let's, uh-huh. It's easily LeBron. And, and, and 80s is Pippen, so and I think that's fine. It's it's such a hard... That's why I'm really having a hard time picking, because I'm looking at all the teams, and I do see all of their glaring weaknesses. Every team has a huge flaw. They have all these glaring weaknesses... Like, literally every team. Is like, that why you like one. the Bucks? Because they look like, oh, you erased the last two seasons. Well, they look like the safest pick. They have a star. They have good defense. They have good offense. They have the number two guy in Drew Holiday. There's a few reasons. I, <laughs> I really think that Giannis, I do think this is the year with Giannis. It's, it's, he's good. I think he's good at the level of player where, like, it's going to, this year will be different. And I, and I really think that he's 
I want to say this for maybe a little underrated, the fact that he wasn't even really considered for MVP. That's neither here nor there. So I think that I do think they are safe. They have some more continuity than some of these other teams. And I also don't really, I think I'm also emotionally don't want to pick the Nets. But I think, so that's yeah. why I'm picking the Bucks. So I'm going to go Lakers over Bucks in the finals, John. Even though the Lakers are a seven seed. It just I seems so crazy. Seven seed. They're not going to have home court the entire time. Yeah. And we're just, we're just like, oh, it doesn't matter. They're playing the Suns. They're playing, everyone's like, no. If LeBron doesn't win, they're favored right now to win this series. Like, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All It'll right, moving great. on. Let's take like the last eight, ten minutes. Run through the awards. They were just uh, released yesterday, the top yeah. three for each. So. so, John, MVP, we got Jokic, Embiid, Steph Curry. It's it's Jokic, and it's and it's not close, actually. And, and I've been defending Embiid, like, yeah. a lot this season, uh, making the argument for him, which, to me, it was more about seeing where the voters would do, because I think the voters value, like, this, what was the most, you know, Westbrook's triple-doubles, which, you know, Westbrook also had a high PR, and I think people kind of look back on that and, like, poo poo it which i actually yeah. think it was it was a, i it think was it was i still season. think it was a legitimate mvp season 30 10 and 10 will probably never happen yeah. again and that, that was a legitimate mvp season even though there was six seed and they got bounced in the playoffs but i think similarly Jokic, um, or I, th- I thought people were similarly going to be like oh and be averaging the most points for a center since shaq he's a 30 point per game scorer at the center position we haven't seen that whatever but actually it's Jokic, and the reason is his, his 2021 season is like a pantheon level season so just to like go by the numbers his 2021 PER, or player efficiency rating, it ranks 10th all time. And if you go since 1965, just which basically what this does is remove like a bunch of wilt seasons. If you go from 1965, this is a list of players who have a better single season PER than 2021 Jokic. Jordan did it twice. LeBron did it twice. Giannis in 2020, last season. And Steph Curry in 2016. That's it. That's ridiculous. So it's just like the four of the, or I guess uh, eight technically, or no, is that four? And it's six of the best single seasons ever by two of the, the two goats, by Curry and by Giannis. Um, so I think, and then the list would be Giannis, MJ, LeBron, MJ, LeBron, Curry, and then Jokic is seventh since 1965. Yeah. So, and then he, again, if you add the three Wilt seasons, then he's 10th all time. So to me, it's just like this season alone is like, that's not going to be in the history books written that way if he's not the MVP. So I think it's very well, simple. He is, he's the MVP. He's the MVP, you're right. And I think that the what, when I knew for sure he's the MVP was when Jamal Murray goes down and they go like 91 the next 10 games. Ridiculous. It was it was absurd. And like that's that's what he does so well and it's that just him. He is like let's say very similar to LeBron in this way. That you put him on a team and it, it doesn't matter if the teammates yes, it does matter. However, he'll get the most out of them than, than almost yeah. anyone else will. So yeah, it seems like Porter Jr. kind of just slotted right in for uh, for Murray, and, and you know they're not missing Murray too much. So yeah, okay, all right, John, defensive player of the year. year. You got out. Gobert, Simmons, Draymond. Guess what? I don't care. Okay, I don't care who who wins it. It's probably gonna be Gobert just because they're gonna give it to him for the Jazz. The Jazz. Like the, the third record. straight season. Okay? Too, so right? stupid. Okay, Bam should be on that list. Okay, I know that we had a bad season. And I know that, oh, Draymond, and that's the thing. It's, it's all these sexy names. Bam out of yeah, bio. Draymond just felt like that's he's what they were doing. the best defender in the league. He, he has already told D Wade and Shaq. He does everything on D. He does. Look at the 20. This is a, something on Twitter I saw, so take it for what you will. But I, I actually believe this. He, this is Bam against the 2021 All Stars this year. They shot 36%, 67 for 184. Against Rudy Gobert, they shot 48%. Against Ben Simmons, they shot 48%. Against Draymond, they shot 47%. Against Bam, 36 okay? So they have all were below 50%, but the Bam was even 10 to 12 percentage points lower. When Bam, I knew this, John, three years ago. When I when we watched the Golden State Warriors with Kevin Durant come to Miami, and I think this is the year that, that um, Deion Waiters hit a game winner against. Right. It might have been 2017, I think, right. the first so year. 17, yeah. And Bam switched on to Curry. And Curry did what everyone does when they get a big on to them. Like, oh, I'm going to dance. I'm going to just... And and Bam locked him down. I was like, okay, Bam is different. Bam is different. Kept those hips low. And And he's only... He gets so low. I love (laughs) it. And he's only improved since then. So, screw Gobert, screw Simmons, screw Jamon. Bam's the defensive player of the year. All right. I'm okay with that. But just to give the real answer, I think it's going to be Gobert. Gobert had... I mean, and Simmons was second. But Gobert had the highest single player defensive rating. uh, And I'm with you. And Alex, at the end of the day... I care more about a championship than my player getting a defense, you know, a single player award. Yeah, I would he, love he, to see it. He needs to get his recognition. I would love to see it, but you know what? <laughs> you know, use that fuel. I hope. Good, yeah. I hope now Jimmy is like, yeah, 
they didn't even think he was good enough. And he's like just <laughs> sparking Bam up, and now Bam's like ready to just destroy Giannis. Coach I, I of the year, so. Johnny. Who you got? For Coach, Coach of the, the year. year. People, I feel like are kind of saying like run away from Monty Williams. I don't think it's. I think it's very close. I'm kind of okay with anyone winning it. My pick would be Tom Thibodeau because if you look at how much above they performed from the preseason, like I think it was probably Vegas's like guess for everyone's preseason. They wildly overperformed. Everyone thought the Knicks was going to be a classic Knicks from the past few years. Garbage. No one thought they'd be that great. They are the most... And, and, if, and if you're listening now, go to at Barstool Sportsbook on Instagram. They posted this graphic like a couple weeks ago. Or was it? It was probably a couple weeks ago. And it was... Or no, it must have been one week ago when the season ended, basically. But it was showing the teams that have most wildly overperformed and underperformed. The Rockets, of course. So the wins as a per- as percent of yeah. Vegas win total. The, yeah, so as a percent, the Knicks were 186% over what their win yeah. total was. And then second, the Suns were second. second. Suns. So that, that does shock usually... And third was the Jazz. But that does shock me the Suns because I thought the Suns were going to be better than the Jazz. They had Chris Paul. You know, they were the 8-0 bubble Suns. So they got a new coach. They like, should give it to Quinn Snyder then. So my argument for Quinn Snyder is, look at what they did coming in. Like, no one thought they'd be this good. And it was like, holy crap. Like, the Suns are, or the Jazz are 20-1 and one, uh, in their last, like, 21 games. Not only that, they were 21 against the spread. So Vegas was saying, ah, they're worth their eight point favorites. They were outperforming every yeah, single night. Yeah, so it's kind of that was, and then they lost the Nuggets one night. It was like they were ridiculously hot. Well, the and Knicks I had think, something similar too. So and, and I just think yeah, yeah, and the Knicks were similar. So the, so to me, Thibodeau is what it is because they were wildly overperformed from being one of the worst teams to not one of the best in the yeah. East. Whereas the Jazz were like a playoff team to the number one team mm-hmm. in the ja- uh, in the league. I just think Quinn Snyder, I can't believe people are writing him off. And I think it's because people have just, we've been talking about how good the Jazz have been all season long. And it's like, oh, that was from like, you know, that was from January, February. Yeah. It's not as... We're kind of, they're, we're they're like, old news. They're old, we're tired. They're old news. And now the Suns climbed up to the, they got to the one seed for a second and now they're the two seed. Well, I mean, so, yeah. it was I think impressive. It's because cause the Suns, even at the start of the season, they weren't that high. But I'm going to stick with my preseason pick, which was Monty Williams. I hope he gets it. And I actually think he will get it, John. I think if I had to pick... Who I would probably go with if I wasn't gonna pick Mitt Williams, I would probably pick Tibbs because. But of, is that who you'd vote for? Is that who you think the media is uh, gonna vote for? Because that's who no, I give my. I vote would for. vote. I'm but I think with my preseason pick of Monty Williams, I'd probably vote for Tip Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, I would Knicks, too. And like I can't. But I think Monty good. Williams is gonna. And Quinn Snyder and Thibodeau are both guys very very respected in the league and like probably pretty well liked. I would say. But Monty Williams might be like the most likable guy. I feel like everyone yeah, loves Monty love Williams. Him. Everyone has great things to say about him. So I think he that might be honestly an emotional bias that people are gonna have. Yeah. And, and they're gonna bet for Monty Williams. All and right, six man. Pit, uh, vote for him. Six man. I'm also gonna stick. This was the one preseason pick I had right. right. I had like Giannis winning the MVP. I had like Tyler Hero as like most improved. Like mine was whack, but six man. I had. I think I had it right. Jordan Clarkson. Just looking at that Jazz team. Um. You know, he was one of the number one dudes off. All, like that I saw as a guy on the bench. I think, and Joe Ingles is also in there, and Derrick Rose as well. People, low-key, Joe Ingles, like, made a run towards the end of this season, but I'm going to stick with Jordan Clarkson so that my preseason pick was right. Yeah, I think, I also think Jordan Clarkson will get it. I might go with Joe Ingles just because he's been more efficient towards the end. Like, Jordan Clarkson started really, really, really hot. And then he kind of, towards the end of the year, still getting buckets, but like kind of teetered off a little bit. Joe Ingles, I think, is more valuable to that team, in my opinion, which it's not, you know, a valuable award. It's just six man of the year. Yeah, I mean, the fun pick is Derrick Rose. But I wish, yeah, I kind of I kind of Derek Derrick Rose, Rose being a six man of the year. And MVP. And MVP, the same as James, James Harden, Harden. And the same, actually, as this one is more similar to Bill Walton, yeah. who was first an MVP and then a and then, six man. And then through all his injuries, ends up being yeah. off the bench. Yeah, so the Bill yeah. Walton, Derrick Rose, six man of the year. That would also be So I would cool. love to see Derrick Rose get it. And, and then, then most improved... Clearly, Julius Randle on the Knicks, right? I don't think there's any yeah, debate Yeah, I really there. don't. I don't. That's one I think there should be no debate. Like, the fact that, like, the other two guys are Jeremy Grant, who's on a lottery team. Yeah. And, yeah, did he improve? Absolutely. And then, you know, Michael Porter Jr., no. It, 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 those are just two guys. They have to put two other names. It's going to be Julius Randle. There's, there's yeah. not even a discussion. Well, that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, I had Lakers over Sixers. That was my preseason pick. I'm sticking with that for these playoffs. Well, who's finals MVP? Finals MVP, I mean, I'm just not picking against LeBron yeah, for this LeBron. fifth championship, fifth finals MVP. I think it's going to be him again. We'll see. If, if they don't, it wouldn't be, like, shocking. I guess it, everyone's going to say it. Oh, my God, LeBron got bounced by, you know, the Clippers or by the Suns. But, like, this is a no home court advantage. And, actually, the Clippers, forget that. The Clippers, they'll have home court because yeah. it'll be NLA. But, that's true. I don't know. The Suns, that's the toughest first-round opponent 
for LeBron James team ever. Well, he's never so, been bounced in the first round. And he's never for, lost in the first for, round. Yeah, so that's actually another huge thing. All right, yeah, we can ride that trend. The Lakers <laughs> over Sixers. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, John, I'm also Lakers over Bucks, and that's something that, like, both of our preseason picks aren't completely outlandish six months later. Whatever. Yeah. So, good for us. Thank you for all for listening. Have a good one. Peace out. Go Heat!